Hi, this is Eric Derbyshire with Adventures with Eric. And today we're going to listen to chapter 21, Recess. School always seemed worse when I wasn't there. When I was in school, I always had a good time. But on weekends and summer holidays, the last thing I wanted was school. The very mention of it would cause re rebellion to surface from deep within my being. I guess I am exaggerating a bit, but absence didn't make my heart grow fonder. School could have been better if there was more recess and lunch and less class stuff. Everybody knows that the real learning takes place when the teacher isn't looking. Scott taught me to draw the coolest pictures and Spud showed me how to make the best paper airplanes. The teachers never taught important stuff like that. Recess was the best time except for lunch. No, recess really was the best time. During lunch, kids went home, so not everybody was at school. At recess, there was always something happening, and usually we would return to it when lunch hour arrived. The best times were when we played ball. Playing ball, any type of ball, was a good time. Some of the ball we played wasn't necessarily a type of ball that would be readily recognized but it was a great time all the same. The best ball games were what we called murder ball. Like our other ball games, there were many variations of murder ball. I liked murder ball because it was something that Mike Pearson and his friends always played and we were never on their team. It allowed me to believe they were part of the Red Horde and we were the men from Weenie. Even though they were bigger than we were, we could usually outthink them. Well. Bernie, Katie, and Spud could outthink them. I usually just followed their direction. We had played murder ball numerous times, but there was a time that caused us to never play again. Too bad Mike didn't think it out a bit better, and we would have been able to play another day. But he acted the way he acted, which is why he was part of the Red Horde, and we were the men from Weenie. Mike and his group were crowded around the little kids' playground, kicking dirt. Katie, Bernie, and I were looking at them and talking about what was going to happen. Look at them. We're going to end up playing murder ball, Bernie said. You can always tell. They are so bored, they aren't even picking on any of the little kids. It always starts this way, Katie added. Yep, first they stand around kicking dirt, and then somebody steals the ball. Then it just sort of develops from there. Spud, who had just joined the group, said, You guys are correct. It is the routine. We were already beginning to plan. We were getting ready for the inevitable battle. The game would begin. I wonder if Mike and his guys realize that they will be playing murder ball before recess is over, I said. Mike might, but I am not sure about some of the others. Joey's been in grade five for three years. If he wasn't so short, they probably wouldn't let him continue in elementary school, Katie was saying when Joey broke from the group and grabbed some little kids for a square ball. We could hear the younger kids yelling to get their ball back. Hey, that is ours, give it back. These kids were in trouble. Asking for the ball back like that was only going to spur Mike and the others on. Give it back, give it back, it's ours. Well, if it's yours and you want it so badly, then come and get it, Mike said as Joey threw him the ball. That was the signal for us to join in the game. Katie had already wandered behind Mike, 
Bernie and I were coming in for the frontal assault. Spud was keeping in keeping distance in case we got the ball to him. Mike continued to taunt the little kids as Katie came up behind him and hit his hand, causing the ball to fly toward Bernie and me. Bernie caught it and threw it to Spud, who was far enough away that he could run away before Mike and his guys could get to him. Hey, give that ball back, Mike yelled. Why, is it yours? Katie asked. We were playing with it, Mike said. We were counting on the little kids to speak up so that our group could look like heroes, and they were right on cue. No, it's our ball and they took it, one of the little ones said, and it was perfect as it allowed us to continue in the game. It doesn't sound like it is your ball, Mike, Bernie said. Give the ball back or die, exploded Mike. Now we are getting to why we called it murder ball. As soon as Mike had said it, we were all we all started running. Spud was well ahead of us, but his being smaller meant he he needed a lead. The best part of the game was that essentially we tried to keep the ball away from Mike's team and they tried to keep it away from us. But from the little kids' perspective, we were trying to get their ball back. This was really effective as when all of us ended up at the office and we would, we looked like we were doing something noble. As I ran past the little kids for emphasis, I yelled, don't worry, we will get your ball back. The irony of this is that we already had the ball, but weren't returning it to anyone. Spud reached the schoolyard fence and managed to get over it. He waited until Mike and the other guys were over the fence and then threw the ball to Katie, who was still on the school side. Katie tossed the ball to me while Bernie hung around the fence yelling taunts to ensure that Mike's group would continue following the ball rather than trying to take Spud hostage, which was something they had successfully tried in the past. As I headed across the playground, I ran right into the playground monitor. I believe she positioned herself purposely right right where I would run into her. Ah, Eric, what sort of trouble are you getting into this recess? She asked, but she already knew the answer and informed me of it in the next sentence. It appears you have stolen somebody's ball. Is this correct? No, we got the ball from Mike and his guys so that we could give it back to the little kids that Mike took it from. Really? It doesn't appear to me that you are trying to return the ball to anyone. If we gave the ball back to them right now, Mike would just take it back. I don't think the playground monitor liked me. She had overheard that I had been telling others that she was an alien, and ever since this, had been out to get me. I believe you can tell your story to the principal and see if he is as understanding as I am. She said as she began to take me to the principal's office. I was lucky because at this point, one of the little kids came up and asked if he could have the ball back. I told him, of course you can. Now that there is a playground monitor here, and you won't have to worry about those bullies stealing it again. He thanked me and went off to show his friends. Meanwhile, all of my friends had caught up to the playground monitor and me. How come you are taking Eric to the office? Katie asked. I believe I will be taking all of you to the office. It appears to me that you have quite the little game figured out, the alien said. Once all of us, including Mike and his buddies, were at the office, the alien went into a description of how things happened from her perspective. These kids have a little conspiracy arranged where part of the group steals a ball and the other part pretends they are trying to get it back for the smaller kids. But the truth is that they are all just playing with a ball they stole from smaller children. The principal said, is this true? There was a very standard, this was a very standard thing for him to say. 
I was hoping Mike and his guys would say something about how they would never associate with the others and me, but they didn't. Luckily, Katie spoke up. We just tried to get the ball back for the smaller children who had it stolen from them. That sounded positive to me. I believe the principal would have bought it, except Mike went and opened his mouth. Oh, come on, Katie. You know that you weren't going to return the ball because it isn't part of the game. Things just went downhill from there. The principal asked, is this true? The alien said, see, just as I described it. Unfortunately, the only thing of interest that happened after this was that we all got detentions and had to spend lunch hour picking up garbage. Mike was quite pleased with the outcome. I don't remember ever playing murder ball with them again. The Red Horde was so evil, they could even wreck a good game of murder ball. We knew that we couldn't play again, even when Mike stole the little kid's ball, as the alien would suspect we were all cohorts and we didn't want to be associated with them. On the positive side for the little kids, Mike's group quit taking their ball when we weren't trying to take it from him. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Please join me in a little while and we will get to hear chapter 22, Sisters Are a Drag. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on Spotify, on iTunes, on Anchor, and you won't miss an episode. Thank you.